Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Do praise the Father. I am available for you tonight. Do not pass me by. Open your mouth and talk to God. Lord, I am available. Your people, they are available, Lord. Do not pass them by. Do not pass them by. Touch everyone. Let none of them escape your touch. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God will thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you for tonight's meeting. We thank you for the first half of this year. We thank you for all that you have done that we can see. The ones you have done that we cannot see. We thank you for what you are doing. And we thank you for what you will do. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Tonight, do what only you can do for the blessing of your people and to your glory only. In Jesus' name, we pray. Write our shout, hallelujah. Write our shout, a victorious hallelujah. God bless you. I want to appreciate God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit for this privilege. And I want to thank God for the life of our Papa and our Mama, the wonderful ministers of this great congregation, yes, of the department, the workers, and every one of you. And the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Please, I want to apologize for my absence last month. I know that you people have forgiven me. Tonight, straight to business. I've been asked to speak on His grace, my victory. His grace, my victory. And the test given was Philippians 4.13. For this ministration, I'm going to be using the NIV version of the Bible. But for this test, I will use the Amplifier. All others shall be the NIV. Philippians 4.13 says, the Amplifier version, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. What does it mean? You and I, we are ready for anything and we are equal to anything through Him who infuses into us his inner strength not by our own strength but by his own capability I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency this June is the month of man in number 6 to present man we are crossing over July 
Number seven represents perfection. Bow down your head and pray. Say, Father. Say, my father, my father. As I cross over tonight, by your sufficient grace, perfect all that concerns me. Perfect all that concerns my family. Perfect all that concerns this ministry. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Perfect all that concerns everyone under the sound of my voice, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, it shall be so. In John chapter 19, verse 30, Jesus said, after he had waited for your imperfection, after he has waited for everything that has been accused of you all, he said, it is finished. And he gave up the ghost. And from there we drew our victory. And from there, by that grace that Christ has released, you and I, we are victorious in the name of Jesus. The way you live your life as a Christian affects not only your life, but the life of other people as well. So it's very important for you to be a victorious Christian via this perfect atonement that God has done for us on the Christ on the cross of Calvary. What does it mean? To live a victorious life. A victorious life is a life of joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. It is a life of constant fellowship with the Lord. It is a life of victory over sin. Having that mindset that a sinless one has paid a perfect price. Therefore, I am sinless. I am guiltless. Therefore, I am victorious. Galatians chapter 3, 13 and 14 says, For God has used Christ to redeem us from the curse of the law, making himself to represent us. Because when Adam and Eve sinned, a curse was released upon man. God used Christ to remove us from that cross and he hung himself there. No wonder when he got to the cross, when he got to that cross, that same tree, where that sin was purported, where that sin was committed, he said, God, look at me. A perfect atonement, it is finished. The Bible said, the veil on the temple was broken into two. Meaning the power of the law was broken. Giving you an eye victory in Christ. Tonight, you will continue to enjoy your victory in the name of Jesus. The victorious life is a life that glorifies the Almighty God. That is the only kind of life that glorifies God. And the question is, who can have this kind of love? And the answer is, any believer. In John chapter 1 verse 4, said, to them that believe, he gives what? The power. He gives the grace. And I pray for you tonight. You will continue to manifest that grace of victorious life in the name of Jesus. This victory is a gift. And the first thing we want to see about the life of victory is that it is a gift. We didn't merit it. Just as eternal life is a gift, so also the victorious life is also a gift. It cannot be earned. It is a gift of God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. It says, Thanks be to God who gives us 
the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Victory is by God's grace. And the next thing we want to see and the life of victory is that it is by God's grace. So what is grace? Grace, they say, is unmerited divine assistance from above. And it is true. Grace is the goodness and mercy of God put together for both sinners and saints. With God's grace, God's redemption at Christ's essence. But grace is far more than all this. Grace is God's mightiness. Grace is the mightiness of God together. Grace is the omnipotent power of God working for us. Grace is the omnipotent power of God doing things for us that we ordinarily could not do. From beginning to the end, our grace, our salvation is by God's grace. But I want us to know tonight that we have a part to play. Our part to play is to receive God's grace. Is to receive the provision of grace for our lives. For by grace we are saved. Let us think about salvation. Each of us can look back to a time when we are separated from God and dead in trespasses and sins. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 says, For God loved us and saved us by His grace. And the Bible said, And you, He made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Myself, standing before you, a chief sinner, if not for grace. When we were dead in trespasses and sins, would we ourselves live spiritually? No. It was God's power was working in us that makes us to be spiritually alive. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, say, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that's not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. By the finished work of God on the cross of Calvary, and by that declaration, it is finished. The power of sin over my kind was broken. The dominion of law over you and I no longer exists. And by your knowledge of the truth, you are liberated from his power. There is no mountain anywhere. I tell people everywhere I go, the mountain of a man is ignorance. A lot of people are still held captive by the law that no longer exists. Remember the era of law. Sin was powerful. That at any time you go against it, you are fought, you are found guilty, and you are adequately punished for it. But Romans chapter 8, verse 1 tells us, You and I, therefore, there is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Or underline the other part Who walk not? after the flesh but after the spirit when we break it to pieces you will remove not after the flesh you will attach but after the spirit it will return therefore there is now no condemnation to them which are in christ jesus but that works after the spirit that means 
that you have been delivered from the stronghold of the law and you have been placed under the power of grace where the light of God is the moment you give your life to Christ hear me in 1st Peter chapter 5 verse 7 the Bible tells us that the primary assignment of the devil is to accuse you no wonder he walks to and fro looking for who to bring down especially those that are not knowledgeable about their liberty in Christ take for instance naturally if you take what does not belong to you you are regarded as a thief am I right in Europe you enter a shop you steal and you find yourself passing through the exit despite all the cameras even the security people seeing you reason being though if you steal you are arrested you are charged but there's a law that tells the citizen as citizen that any first offender should be allowed to go. So not that they didn't see you, not that the camera didn't see you, not that the security men were as smart by your smartness. They regarded you as a first offender. That is what Grace is telling us about. No matter the moment you give your life to Jesus, the law of sin has been taken away. That moment you become a saint. The power of law can no longer bind you. But it is not a prerequisite to remain in iniquity. So when you pick this there, there are still some people that are not ignorant of it, that are ignorant of this. They pick and they just go and pay. I remember 1992 when I got to you. I went and I saw them packing things, they were coming out. They are so hungry, they pick things, they just carry, they left them. Because they were knowledgeable about their rights. There are a lot of people that are not knowledgeable about His grace my victory they don't know what the victory over death over law on the cross has done for them i pray tonight the lord shall open your eyes in the name of jesus once you are connected to grace you begin to experience dominion favor you begin to grow from victory to victory you experience sweatless success I pray for somebody tonight that after this meeting you begin to see the majesty of God upon your life in the name of Jesus. I pray for somebody tonight that the grace and the glory of God will begin to announce you everywhere you go in the name of Jesus. Hear me from tonight. People you have never met before will begin to distinguish you from the crowd and begin to favor you in the name of Jesus. You can't amount to anything without grace. By the grace of God, I also prophesy a notable miracle, a unique miracle unprecedented miracle undeniable miracle shall be performed in your life in the name of Jesus on the 20th I was ministering somewhere in the city of Rome and somebody 20th this month somebody came and said daddy I need the fruit of the womb 
said, how soon do you need it? She said, I need it now. Even this second, it is available. That's why we have grace. And the pastor sent me a message two days ago. He said, sir, that woman is pregnant. I pray for you tonight. Starting from this moment, you are pregnant of your breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. You didn't hear me. You are crossing over tonight with that pregnancy. By the first second of July this year, you will deliver your breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Please be seated. I want to give us few basic truths that we must know about Christ. Because there is several misconceptions about Christ. Number one, Act of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 13. Act of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 13. I told us I'm going to be using the NIV vision. Version. The Bible says, When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were on school, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that this man had been with Jesus. The same Peter that denied Jesus Christ before little, 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 little children. And it was not with him. No, it's not me. The other one came, it's not me. Receive grace. And began to preach the goodness. The first thing you must know tonight about grace is that grace can transform a weak man into a bold man. Peter would deny Jesus before little ones suddenly became the one that was declaring Jesus before great men and without any iota of fear. Number two, Act of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 31 to 33. And after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaking, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke the word of God. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerful at work in them all. Second point is that grace releases great power and great anointing upon the life of a man. Praise the Lord. Everywhere I go, dead people, boldly. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. Says, Pastor Paul was talking to the two of Corinth. Say, I am not an orator, but an oracle. Thank you. We have another oracle, a papa in the house. Say, I am a demonstrator of his power and of his spirit. So anywhere I go, do you want to see the power of God? I say, let me just touch your hand and you feel the power. Praise Master Jesus. Grace make you to become a carrier of God's power and God's anointing. Number three, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. What does it mean? We can do all things by the grace of God. Nothing is impossible to us. Whatever is possible to God is possible to you and I. When Jesus, before he left, was on the earth, in John chapter 14, verse 12, he said, greater things shall what he do. That means that there is the possibility of you even doing greater than our Lord Jesus through the available grace. 
number 4 second peter chapter 3 verse 18 second peter 3 18 says but grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ to him be glory both now and forever amen what does it mean god wants you and i to grow from grace to grace and not from grace to grass number five 2 Corinthians 6 verse 1 says as God's co-workers we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain what does it mean a person can receive the grace of God in vain pray for you the grace of God upon your life shall never be in vain in the name of Jesus when a prophetic word is coming from an altar and because the one that is packing it up is sitting you don't need to sit down you stand up and receive it I prophesy upon your life in this coming month of July throughout the month of July and beyond you shall be spiritually fruitful in the name of Jesus you shall be financially fruitful in the name of Jesus physically you shall be healthy in the name of Jesus materially you shall be fruitful maritally you shall be fruitful in your business you shall be fruitful in your career you shall be fruitful in your profession you shall be fruitful your ministry shall be fruitful. My ministry, this ministry shall be fruitful. And academically shall be fruitful. All that concerns you and her shall be fruitful in the name of Jesus. I stand upon this altar in agreement with the prelate over this commission, with the mother of this commission, with all the ministers that July for you shall be full of fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Truth number six. Galatians chapter two verse 21. Galatians 2 21 says, I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness could be gained through the law. Christ died for not. What does it mean? A person can frustrate the grace of God upon his or life. May you not frustrate God's grace upon your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power in the blood of Jesus, your life shall never be frustrated. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Truth number seven, Galatians chapter five, verse four, says, Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. What does it mean? It means that even if there is grace, a man can fall from grace to grass. Even if there is grace, a man can fall from grace to grass. And the power in the blood of Jesus. Do we not fall from grace to grass in the name of Jesus? Yeah. Truth number 8. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15. Say, looking diligently, lest any man fall, fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many Defined. A lot of people are not enjoying grace because of bitterness, because of anger. What is he saying? The grace of God can bypass someone. You begin to, you begin to say, my ministry is full of grace. Our Papa is a kind of grace. How come it's not working for me? Anger is a trainer. Anger is a mountain. It's an obstacle. 
the scripture is on my wall. Truth number nine. Truth. Verse four. Truth is just one chapter. Verse four. There were certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They were ungodly who pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and our only Lord. What does it mean? A person can use the grace of God as an excuse for living in sin. And that's what we are seeing today. We tell you the grace is sufficient. And we perpetually living in iniquity. Number 10. Many believers, according to Romans chapter 6, from verse 1 to 2, they shall we continue to see, saying that grace is sufficient, is abounding. And what was the chorus answer? God. Many believers are living in sin, saying that the grace of God covers them. Not at all. Grace does not cover people who deliberately sin. The moment we become born again, we are to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. None of us can be perfect, not until that glorious moment. Our adventure will fall into Lord, we are sorry. Forgive us. Are we hearing? But when we now remain in it, saying that grace we are born, it is far, 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 far. Number 12, James chapter 4, verse 6. You can either receive grace or reject it. I want somebody to read for us James 4, 6. James chapter 4 verses say but he gives us more grace that's why the scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble so is it that you accept grace by living a life of humility or you reject it by living a life of pride. Grace does not work for the proud. Because God himself opposes the proud. Number 13. And I summarize. Conclude. Then pray. First Peter chapter 4 verse 10. First Peter chapter 4 verse 10. You can minister grace to others by being kind, generous, looking for someone in need and bless them without expecting anything in return. One of the ways to service grace is by extending God goodness goodness is an extension of God by standing goodness I give you I show kindness what do you need to do in order to adventure you are falling apart to connect to this great grace we are talking about Number one, surrender yourself and all to Jesus. Number two, repent from all known sins and ask God for forgiveness through the blood of Jesus. And believe after that, 
that you have received the forgiveness in your prayer closet. Number three, don't be afraid to approach the throne of grace when you need help. The Bible said in Hebrews 4, 16, Therefore let us come boldly for the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find favor and find grace in time of need. Don't be afraid. First John chapter 1 verse 9 says, if you say God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But the preceding verse, Peter was, uh, John was telling us, if you say you have no sin, you are a liar. That's where you say you have no sin, you are a liar. Because none of us can be made perfect, not until that glorious day. Our perfection is of Christ. Our perfection is by His grace. So, perfection, you make a mistake, quickly run to the grace, to the throne grace, and ask for forgiveness. Number four, pray for the grace of giving. Told us to service grace, we need to be to extend goodness. To service grace, we need to continuously be giving. So pray always for the grace of giving. Number five, pray without ceasing. Grace does not cover those who do not pray. Are you hearing me? Yes, Another way to service grace is by praying without ceasing. Number six, give thanks to God for His grace upon your life and don't be ashamed to glorify Him openly. In summary, Romans chapter 8, verses 1, 33 to 34. Romans chapter 8, verses 1, and verse 33 to 34 says, So now, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. You and I that are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for us. Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his home? With God? No. He's the one who has given us right standing with himself, which is righteousness. Who then will condemn us? With Christ Jesus? No. For he is the one who died for us and was raised to life for us and is seated at the place of the highest honor next to God interceding for you and for me. In conclusion, Romans chapter 9 verse 16 says, It's not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mass. Hebrews 4 16 he said, Come, I will enjoy every one of you. Wherever you are, please rise up on your feet. So let us come therefore boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of end. Lift up your voice and begin to appreciate God for this exhortation. So I'll be taking us in a few prayer points. Begin to appreciate God that His grace is sufficient for you. Begin to thank Him, say, Lord, I can do all this through your available grace to me. Talk to Him. Say, Lord, I can do all things. Say, Father, I thank you for your favor upon my life in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your favor upon my life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your favor upon my life. Say, I declare today that the favor of God will reflect in all my labor. Take prayer points more. Say, my father, my father, I declare in the month of July, every of my labor, 
shall be converted to favor in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Ragatabra hosu, ragadabregede sontabra hila. Father Lord, in the month of July, every of my labor are converted to favor. I will not labor. Say, my head receives all year of favor. Begin to prophesy upon your head. My head receives all year of favor. I am a carrier of the oil of favor. Prophesy. In Jesus' name, I pray. Hello, look at me. You are approaching July. Lay your right hand on your head. Open your eyes. Say, July. Hear me loud and clear. I am approaching you with a victorious grace as a carrier of favor throughout July. You will forbid everything that belongs to me. All my blessings. I will not labor July. You will not make me to labor. Open your mouth, Professor. July, you will not make me to labor. I am carrying the victorious grace of Christ Jesus. The oil of favor is upon me. As I enter you, I possess my possession. I claim my blessings. I claim all that belongs to me through Christ Jesus. Professor Bondula, everything has a capacity to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Hear me. Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is in loss and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. That includes July. I don't know if you catch it. Oh my God. God won't do it for you. He has done it. And he has deposited it in grace. He won't come again and do it. You are his representative. In Genesis 1 3, said, Let there be light. There was light. Say, July. I sent for the light of God to you. I will not live in darkness. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Ratapa Hosu. I send the light of God into you. I will live not in darkness. I will live not in darkness. We are about to pray. I will live not in darkness. Tula, I send forth the light of God into you. I will live not in darkness. I will live not in darkness. In Jesus' name, I pray. Hear me. Stagnation is darkness. Poverty is darkness. Failure is darkness. Delay is darkness. Disappointment is darkness. Hello. Eating the available instead of the preferable is darkness. The creative ability of God is in you. Begin to create now with your mouth. If there is a mouth to speak, there is a God to answer. Begin to create. What you want to see in July? Open your mouth and pray. The grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is sufficient. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Yes. 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 July. I am making progress. I am succeeding. I am prospering. I am a great achiever from beginning to the end. In Jesus' name we pray for prayer point more. I love Zacchaeus. He walked in grace. The 
despite what he was. And because of grace, Jesus says, Zacchaeus, I'm not going to avail myself to you. I will tell you that grace is sufficient for me to eat with you. Oh my God. Say to love. I prophesy. I am relocating from the valley to the mountain. In the name of Jesus. From zero to hero. From nothing to something. From nobody to somebody. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We are not above our mindset. We are not above our thoughts level. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, As a man thinketh, so he is. One of the things causes stagnation of men is their mindset. Romans 12, 1 and 2 say, Let this mind of Christ be in you. What is the mind of Christ? Luke 1, 37 say, With God, all things are. You will proceed now over impossibility. Move from where you are, from your seat to, to lie now. And say, All things are possible. I prophesy. In the name of Jesus, upon this ministry, upon this church, upon your life, my life, upon the privilege of this church, you are walking to the realm of possibility. All things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Yes. In Jesus' name, we pray. To pray happens more. There is sufficient grace. There's abundant grace. There's amazing grace. And there's overflowing grace. For me, I prefer overflowing grace. Say, Lord, I enter into July with overflowing grace. And I manifest overflow in all dimensions in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. 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 I'm a carrier of your overflowing grace. I enter July. I am manifesting all unfruitfulness. I shall experience overflowing blessings in the month of July. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. This is the last one. Because you have known who you are. That you are a carrier of grace. I was ministering somewhere. And I saw a lady. And I designed her. And she started confessing. She said, Take me back to that church. The Lord is blessed. She was among the people before I left. Standing my people that God will bless you. In July, your enemies will bless you. You don't get what I'm saying. You will pray. Say this month, this month. Remember this month has less than five months. Eh? Say this month. Everything that represents hindrance. Everything that represents mountain. Everything that represents fear that I'll be covering my efforts. Not to help me. I command you in the name of Jesus. Die this month. Don't follow me to July. 
I command you die this month. Open your mouth and pray. Die this month. Die this very month. Command you to die this month. that we have according to your word in Isaiah 65 verse 24 that before we call you have answered us while we are yet praying you have heard us every prayer we have prayed I declare and declare the answer in the name of Jesus what else we have marched forward you are possessing your possessions your lives are falling in pleasant places, in fruitful places, in blessed places, in worthy places, in the name of Jesus Christ, as you cross into July, you will experience overflow. You will experience the goodness of the Lord. The hand of God shall be mighty upon you. You will not fail. Fall, you will not faint, you will not falter. I place a demand on the apostolic mandate upon my life and by the apostolic efficacy and the prophetic oil. This touch, you shall be greater than this. This touch, you are greater than this. Your greatness is manifesting in the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. It's already so. In Jesus' name we pray.